Hey, welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences, navigating adulthood, and what we learned along the way. We invite you to join our weekly conversations while we create our own blueprints on this amazing journey and hope some of the lessons we learned can help you. Here are my co-hosts, Nay and Sunny D. Hey everybody, it's your girl Sunny D here to brighten up your day. I'm a new business owner transitioning from corporate America. And frankly, I can't trust anybody that don't like tacos. Hey friends, I'm Nay. I'm so excited to share and grow with y'all. I'm a full-time wife, full-time mommy, and part-time employed. Nutella is my love language. This is your girl, Nakai, and I am your host on Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I am so excited to have you guys here, and I love brownies and seaweed. So let's get to the episode. Thank you for joining us. So we start out every episode with the quote of the day. Today's quote is, you, you try all your life to be an adult but something deep down inside you will always be a ch- be that child. I love this quote because I feel like as an adult, we kind of lose our inner childhood or our inner little kid. And honestly, life is about being a kid. Life is about enjoying everything. So that is our quote of the day. But I also want to let you know who we are sponsored by. We are sponsored by this dope business called Divine Timing. And Sunny D's going to go ahead and let you know what they do. Hey guys, so this episode is brought to you by Divine Timing. It is your one-stop shop for everything about getting your life together. They have journals, they have a branding planner they're launching at the first of the year. And just for you, they are giving you guys a a special coupon code to use. It is WMB22 to save you 22% on uh, anything you guys want on the website. So knock yourself out, have fun. So I'm excited because like this is our first episode and we're going to just talk about everything adulting. So I want to start out with ladies, tell me about your adulting. Like from um, what is your best thing that you love about being an adult and what's the craziest thing that you hate about being an adult? So I can go. The best thing I love about being an adult is the control. Like there's nobody telling me when to wake up. There's nobody telling me when to go to bed. Like I can do whatever I want within the law pretty much. And even then, (laughs) depending on if you want to get caught. But I love the freedom and the control that is bequeathed unto me. And what I hate about adulthood is that um where my life is right now sickness as an adult is no fun like when you're a kid and you're sick you get to lay in the bed and go to sleep all day and people get to wait on your hands and foot as an adult that don't happen then bills still got to get paid kids still got to get raised like nobody cares that you're an adult or that you're sick they're just like take that medicine go to sleep when you can get better somehow whoop de whoop (laughs) that is a great point what about you sunny d that is the truth um the thing i love about adulthood is very similar to nay is is that freedom and that kind of control to kind of move through the world whichever way I see serves me best. And also I get to eat whatever I want. So that's great. What I don't like is that, that constant feeling of like, is this the best decision or 
do I need to pay such and such? And just the navigating of the the things that I didn't, I don't a hundred percent feel like totally confident about. That's the part that always is kind of worrisome for me, but Overall, it's it's an interesting journey to say the least. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's an interesting journey to say the least. And I mean, I'm I always hope that the next day is even more exciting than the day before. And that's all I can ask for, you know. All right, all right. Well, for me, I would say the most challenging thing is bills because I feel like they never, ever, ever, Girl. ever, ever stop. And I'm learning, like, damn, the car is a freaking liability. Every it's like every single month I'm putting gas in there. Like um, now I got to go get a key, a battery for my key before I can't even get in the car. It's like every single thing like, gosh, um, which they also don't tell you. And then um, the easiest thing for me is honestly, I get to do what I want. <laughs> right. it's like I don't really get to answer to nobody. Well, you know, you everybody has somebody answer to, but I really don't. It's like, I get to do whatever the fuck I want to do when yeah. I want to do it. And you can't tell me nothing unless I'm in my mom's or my grandma's house. Then right. um, I, become, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely become like a kid again. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> but when I'm to outside that. of the house, you know, I do what I want. That's the truth. <laughs> and let's talk about how that car depreciates as soon as you drive off the lot, too. Baby. ASAP. Baby. <laughs> Man. Um. <laughs> So tell me about y'all siblings. Do y'all have siblings? Are y'all close to y'all siblings? Were y'all close when y'all were growing up or did y'all hate y'all siblings growing up? Um, so I have segments of siblings, if that makes any sense. What? Huh? <laughs> What's a segment? Say what now? So my dad was previously married and lived life. So... I have one sibling that he has with my mom, but I have other siblings as well. And some of those I weren't as close to, but in adulthood, we're getting closer and forging those sibling, you know, relationships and everything else. But with my brother that I lived with, yeah, he cool. That's, that's my boo. I say that's the yin to my yang. Like we are two sides of the same coin but we're totally different if that makes any sense like he's more conservative he's the boy I'm the artsy free spirit girl like my dad calls me his hippie chick out of all of his kids so yeah (laughs) what about you Sunny? I have only one younger brother there's only two of us and uh did we have those moments where we tried to stab each other's lives as children absolutely did i put dish soap on his jello cup i sure did however i love this man <laughs> girl we don't admit to none of those well you know i mean i felt bad so i didn't give it to him but i did it but then i took it back so he wouldn't consume it so he wouldn't die because it off of it <laughs> <laughs> I go to the hospital and also that would be a butt whipping for me. But no, we are really, really close. He's my, my, what I call my big younger brother. He's four years younger than me, but he's a good foot and a half taller than me. Um, like he wears a size 17 homeboy is a large human being. Um, but I love him to death. We are super, super close. Like that's my heart. My brother, we are, my father always said when we were growing up, like my, your mom and I will one day be gone, but you will always have each other. And we keep that like, close to our hearts for real so we are ace boom coon okay okay quick question right. mm-hmm. 
Did you feel any pressure with that statement? Because my mom told me something similar growing up. And I was like, well, what if he do something and then I can't stand that dude? You going to put this pressure of sibling bond on me? That means I always <laughs> got to have something to do with him. Yeah. I, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Um, a, a little bit, especially when he was getting to the age where he was wanting to kind of do his own thing with his own crowd that was different than like the crowd he grew up with. And, <clears throat> and even to this day, I'm always checking in on him like, yo, are you cool? What you working on? What like, what you looking at for the next like a year or like, what are your goals? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like what's the trajectory that you're, you're wanting to go through? Because <clears throat> once my dad passed, we did become really, really close. And I was really concerned about like making sure that, that we, he and I are okay. Like, what do you need and things like that so to a degree yeah I definitely took that to heart and uh, that's a big responsibility even now the man's 32 years old and even still I will keep that close to my heart like for the rest of my life absolutely well thank y'all for that and I do um I've lived that whole entire thing is that your siblings you know y'all are that's all you're gonna have when you know the parents die is your siblings and you're like mm, okay even with siblings and you both said y'all are closer to your siblings as y'all have gotten older. Um, what's the craziest thing that your sibling has done to y'all? Well, we know Nakai tried to, I mean, not Nakai, we know Sonny D tried to kill her little brother. But what I about mean, you, Nay? Wait, 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 wait. You think you really just going to slide past here? I mean, all of it. All of like, it. You she like, Oprah Winfrey, like, let me interview y'all. Ma'am, like who your siblings? Ste- like stealth mode. <laughs> like we want to be. Um, excuse me. Okay, y'all see how she does to talk us. about. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Ooh, so audience, they just called me out. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, because this was your whole question. <laughs> <laughs> I am similar to Nay, where I have siblings on both sides. My um father's side and my mother's side I am getting closer to all of them as I'm getting older um I do have a little sister that is like my heart um we're 17 years apart however she is my heart and I will literally kill for her um and then I have other siblings that have an older sister we're getting closer again as we get older but when we were younger we were vinegar and oil we did not mix at all it was to the point of like extrovert versus introvert, you know, girly girl versus tomboy. You get on my nerves. I get on your nerves, like literally fighting to like fist blows to we, it was very violent, but you learn, you grow. And yeah. And then my other siblings on my father's side, like we are starting to get closer as we get older. Um, a lot of talking. And I also have <laughs> a younger sibling on that side where she's in college too. And she's going to be a doctor or a scientist, one of them. But um, yeah, that that's me. I forgot the question I asked y'all. So I'm going <laughs> to ask y'all another question. <laughs> um, when you are thinking about like being an adult and like having a blueprint, like when you look at your life and then you look at the life that you grew up in, is it parallel or is it like totally different? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, Nakabi trying to ask good questions because she may tell me I was Oprah in the oh making. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> this third person, though, I am. <laughs> Hilarity. I think for me, the only difference is well, 
two major differences. One, currently, I only have one parent living, and that was not, I don't know how you prepare for that. You like, you don't, right? Even if it's something you kind of know is coming because there's an illness or something like that, there's no really preparing, continuing life in that new normal. So that's definitely not something that I thought I would have to deal with in my 30s. Well, he passed when I was 21. So talk about going into adulthood, like right at the cusp of like, quote unquote, becoming an adult and not no longer having that guidance. Um, So that and what I wanted to be when I was younger, we're in a totally different scenario now. (laughs) So that was a really big change. But those, I think those are the only two things, at least for me, that are drastically different it's probably more but that's the only thing I could come up with off the top of my head okay what about you Nay? so I feel like the shell and the quote-unquote blueprint <laughs> that I had for my life is pretty much the same I just didn't know the details like growing up I always said I wanted to be a mom like that was other kids say they want to be doctors, lawyers. And I did that, but I knew at a very early age that I wanted to be a mom. And so I'm a mom. I knew that I wanted to have my kids before 30. I had two of my kids before 30. We actually lost one, but yeah, I had both of them before 30. I said, I wanted to have a boy and two girls, a boy and two girls in that order. I would love to just be a boy mom. Little girls are cute, but they're not for me. That's not my ministry. <laughs> so, and I'm over 30 now. So the other child, if the Lord so sees fit, you know, would come after 30. But other than that, things are pretty much the same. Like I really didn't have any idea of what I wanted to do or what I wanted to be. But the mom thing that was at the forefront that happened. So I want to play a game with y'all. Are y'all ready? Are y'all game for this? No, because you keep trying to skate through questions. What are you talking about? I don't understand what format this is, how you would answer your own questions. (laughs) Because I keep forgetting them at the mask. (laughs) Is your life what you thought it was going to be? Is your life what you thought you would envision growing when you were growing up, or is it totally different? Okay, thank you. See, this is why you got to have a great co-host to put you in check. <laughs> Always. <laughs> and this is the beauty of, side note, this is the beauty of friends, too. Like, they will check you in a heartbeat, like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. First episode, and we can't even fake the funk. Like, put on our <laughs> fakeness and everything else. You got us being real. <laughs> Welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, y'all. <laughs> we don't know where it is. We're trying to figure that out. We going to be um, y'all at home girls yes um to answer the question no not at all like I when I was younger I thought I was going to be um the top cardiologist I thought I was going to have three businesses one in one international and two here in the states um so my life is totally different like totally different but even through that, I am still learning, like, you know, it's never too late. If I want to, if I still want to go to be a cardiologist, I can still do that. Um, I may be, um, a little, (laughs) the oldest one in the group, (laughs) (laughs) right. It's still a possibility. So I never count that out, but the beauty of that is I'm starting businesses. So a lot of my businesses are now up and running 
And that's kind of scary on its own thing of like, oh my gosh, I'm a business owner. <laughs> like somebody trusts me <laughs> to do their business, which is funny. Like I'm a great business owner. Don't, don't get that twisted at all. But <laughs> it's just shocking to be like, oh my gosh, I own a business. So it's kind of like that catch 22 of like, this is what I want to do, but also like, damn, this is actually happening. So yeah, that's wild. That's a wild reality mm-hmm. when you get into, especially when you're finding where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. and then it's like oh shit <laughs> like you have that thought like well now what yeah that's a big one that's definitely oh, a big one it's so funny that you say that because I think of like for me the now what and the what if is what drives me because mm-hmm. that's where I get like the ooh, well now what really? that's when my imagination gets to like take off because I'm like okay now what well now I want to do blah 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 now what well now I want to go take over the world and then it's like well what if that happens and what if that succeeds and what if you are you know <laughs> smoking weed with Michelle Obama you know like allegedly would be allegedly yeah no we, she wait how is that allegedly we don't know if she we don't smoked. know she don't smoke oh she she talked about that in her book but go ahead oh so she smoked once upon Michelle, a time like, is she from the well, south side of Chicago we don't know if she does. We try oh, to get perfectly. Yes. Yes. After oh, being in the yeah. White House, she has to. I'm over yeah. here trying to protect the money and y'all being reckless. All right. <laughs> All right. But you know um, what? That's a, that's a good point that you mentioned that. I think that's a beautiful frame of reference and a, a, a really amazing way to look at life. Because mm-hmm. that's definitely something that I've struggled with is that anxiety of not knowing as opposed to being like okay well now I'm here well now I get to do such and such or now I can look at it from a different point of view and I th- I definitely think you have to get to a certain mental point to have that type of perspective but that's cool that you I'm getting there I'm definitely getting there but I love that that's the view that you have yeah and I think also um you mentioned something about perspective and it wasn't that I'm trying to get what you said sorry now I'm rambling yeah you're processing it happens that's yeah. one thing they tell you when you get old your brain works differently in your 30s just don't start glitching <laughs> don't start glitching oh <laughs> my, my niece says that I have a five-year-old niece and anytime people are like stumbling over their words or something especially with her uncle she's like uncle you glitching it's so mm-hmm. cute kids are hilarious I know we're playing a game that well, yeah oh, okay you're it so guys i want to play a game with y'all y'all down sure okay it's, it's a random game i want to play either or so this is like i'll give you two options and then you tell me which one you would prefer the first one is wine or weed wine oh we're not doing this one at a time are you gonna answer i, I didn't know if you were frozen sorry <laughs> <laughs> So I have questions questions on the weed. Are we talking about just weed to smoke? Are we talking about edibles? Are we talking about CBD? Because I've never smoked weed in my life. So I love that clarification because um, I have smoked and I have done edibles, but I, for me at this point, I do edibles. I don't really care for the smoking part. Okay. And I've never done an edible. I (gasps) I know I was the good. Okay. So squirrel moment, but y'all are going to be privy to my story. 
So I was the girl growing up that never smoked weed so that when it came time, other people would like, I specifically remember I had an ex and he, he was a big smoker. He literally put it down and was like, you can smoke it if you want to, but I'm going out the room. I can't watch. <gasps> that would be such a good girl. That's the kind of friends that I had. So that's how you get to your 30s without smoking because people didn't let you. But I would take an edible at this point in my life. <laughs> Are you going to let me pop your cherry? Be safe, child. <laughs> we don't know what kind of um, listeners we have. <laughs> they, they might try to get that. Where's my blueprint after dark? <laughs> they might want to clarify. <laughs> hey, you know what? We actually should think about that because That's some actually, of the topics was... that we have should be blueprint after dark because... Yeah. Especially if we have young kids and especially if, it, you know, you have your family listening to this. We don't want to tell you a lot of stuff that, you know, you're going to happen or you are going to be introduced with Mind introduced to in adulthood. Um, but that is something that we should really look into. Okay. But however, after dark, after dark for not only fans. Definitely oh. not only fans. <laughs> however, they be making some money. They do. Um, but are you going to... Let me pop your cherry and give you an edible. We can sure. do it together. I will not let you. I will, will not let you eat the whole entire thing, which side note, this is what happens when you supposed to have friends that tell you this prior to you doing it. So when I had my first experience, right, mm -hmm. I, um, my friend was like, oh, we got your brownies and stuff. And I'm like, yay, thanks. So as you guys know, I love brownies. So I ate the whole brownie. No one told me anything. And I was like, 30 minutes. I was like, I don't feel nothing. So I got another brownie. Oh, child. I, I literally, she literally cut it in half and was like, what are you doing? Cause she thought it was my first brownie. So she gave me like, so she cut it in half and then uh, gave, like she took a half and I took a half and she was like counting them. She was like, yo, Nakai, did, did, did you already have a brownie? I was like, yeah, I had a whole one. I didn't feel anything. And she was like, and I just gave you another half. I was like, yeah, I don't feel anything. Bruh. Two hours mm. later, mm. the bush me. I was yeah. high as hell. We were in Whataburger. I remember this because we were with my cousin. We <laughs> and I'm literally staring at the menu like I can't read it. <laughs> and I told the lady, I was like, I can't read Spanish. And she was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. You can't read Spanish. <laughs> I did not know I was high at that point because I got high with my friend. Oh so my he God. looked and was like, what? What do you mean you can't read Spanish? I was like, Ooh. I can't read Spanish. And then all of a sudden I just bust out laughing. I could not stop laughing. And then he was like, are you okay? Do I need to take you to the doctor? I was like, I don't know. But I can't stop laughing. And I could not even um, eat my food because I could not stop laughing. It was a crazy, like I was high for at least, I want to say a good eight hours. Ooh, child. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so does this need to be a girl staycation event? Because I'm not sure I need to be around the little one because he's going to think it oh. is a whole game and mood. <laughs> oh, well, see, if that's like I like I told um, one of my friends that I'm out here with, um, I was like, oh, if we do it, I won't even allow you to have like a full thing. Like, because if this is your first time, if you do a gummy, like I'll cut it in fourths and you take one fourth of it. I know for me, I'll probably do the whole gummy. But 
you have to know you don't we don't know how it's going to affect you so i'd rather give you a fourth of a gummy than give you the whole thing so i rather give you a fourth because that way you know we can see how you you know react with it and i don't want you to go down the road i went down because i'm a brownie person and yeah nah bro give me at least half nah okay i'll give you a half i'll give you a half there we go i think it depends on what it is i feel like gummies are different than like baked goods facts very big very big facts right uh because on our retreat i well we also have cbd stuff too and that was fun that was tasty and didn't really do anything for me but then there was real gummies also (laughs) and i was like okay and that was fine didn't feel anything and then there were cookies mysteriously appeared somewhere and i remember having a cookie and i only had one and i was like all right well that's cool too mind you we also had a a whole like airbnb full of like cookies cakes and pies right we also had a whole bunch of wine and the host had like bottles of like rum and vodka and stuff like already there when we got there specifically for us so who knows what kind of concoction of chemicals that i had consumed and how they affected one another but I remember we were doing arts and crafts. <laughs> we, were at the, we were at the dining room table doing some really like symbolic, like really deep thinking type of like so painting, painting situation. <laughs> and all of a sudden I started feeling the buzz. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yo, this is it. So I was getting excited because mind you, I'd never really been high before very similar situation and they like been all the way to dang near mid-30s without any sort of uh non-alcoholic enhancements like i've only drank right and we're doing arts and crafts and i'm starting to feel a buzz and i'm like oh, okay this is cool and then all of a sudden i'm talking like a mac truck i got smacked with yes. i don't know what it was but it was like instantaneously i'm high as shit (laughs) you literally you just thought because i I was like i don't know what's going on i was like i don't know what's happening i was like this is it was bizarre like feeling in my entire body and i looked at nakai and i was like I was just staring at her like yo what's going on and i couldn't stop laughing like, I mean, it was hysterical laughing. I couldn't stop laughing for anything in the world. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what the little uh, painting looked like after we were done. I'm sure it meant something. I don't know. <laughs> I remember you and um, the other girls when we start playing the game. <laughs> at this point, everybody's oh on God. all different levels of highness, right? Well, uh, we so are. We're playing a game and like we're passing these cards and all of a sudden i just remember one girl was like you're passing the cards so slow are you okay and <laughs> sunny d is just looking at the card like literally it was like a slow motion she like <laughs> picks up a card she really looks at it like oh my gosh and then she literally passes it but it, think about something okay you guys we have slow mo on our phones right think of that and she did that literally for every single card. It did not. So we're all way. looking at her like, what is, what is, what's wrong with you? And then we're like, oh, she's high. High as hell. Get her out the game. High as hell. 
I, yeah, it, it didn't feel that way at all. And it was for hours, just like Nakai yeah. said, like for hours and we eventually wind down, whatever that means to get in bed. And I felt like, you know, that scene in get out where he like sinks into the chair. Yes. I literally, I felt like that was me in the bed and I kept trying to get out. <laughs> I remember I was in the treehouse and I was like, I want to stay out here. <laughs> no. Oh, they had a treehouse. I forgot. I kept trying to get oh. out of the mattress because I felt like I was being going to the sunken place. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's wild. Ah. So, and yeah. that was the last time <laughs> that, that happened. So, guys, so it sounds like we have a one that would prefer wine. <laughs> One that prefers yeah. weed, and then Nay. I don't know. <laughs> Nay's like, I don't know. We're gonna try. We're gonna try. Um, okay, so my next either or is would you prefer a burger or pizza? Pizza, definitely. Mm-hmm. Me too. I am a pizza girl. Well, pizza is like an empty vessel. You can put so much on it. You can have a margarita pizza, a supreme pizza. You can make a cheeseburger pizza. Like, you can make any kind of pizza. You can have a brownie pizza. Facts. Dessert pizzas are delicious. I'll say that. Dessert pizzas, those are really good. I, no, I don't know because depending, everything that I eat, Almost everything that I eat, not everything, but almost everything that I eat is dependent upon my mood, right? If I want a pizza, I know where to go to get bomb pizza. And I know what type of pizza like that I like, but like, I feel like I can have all kinds of different types of burgers and depending on where I get this burger also depends on my experience in eating said burger. I'm going to go with burger with an onion ring, some barbecue sauce. Yeah. I'm going to go burger. I like I'm going to I was about to say, I am. Hungry. I, I am number one, but I was, I was thinking of a specific place back home that has like really fire burgers. Okay. So my next either or is to work or not to work. On what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. Uh, and see, this is the beauty of, cause you got to be able to understand the word, right? We got to have an all common knowledge or common um, definition of work, right? Yeah. So I'm defining work as to work specifically in for someone else or your business or whatever, like either or like because either if you have your own business or you're working for someone else, you're putting in work or don't work at all. Just live your life and travel. How much money is in the bank? Mm. Good follow-up questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you know, because I'm in this what if 10x type of brain mode right now. So we'll say you got 100k in the bank. Oh, if I have 100k in the bank, I'm working. If I have 100k in the bank, I am doing what I love, and because I love it, it won't feel like work. Ooh, that's facts. Let's talk about that. Okay, let's talk. <laughs> so. Y'all, I love, I love Nate's face. Let's really talk about it. Cause I think like, as an, we are traveling through this journey of adulting, right? Like we want to find something that we really love and that we want to be able to do that doesn't feel like work. 
So what is that for both of y'all? Like, I know we're still on this journey and we're still learning. ING meaning continuing, right? Yes. But what does that look like for both of y'all? Like if you guys could do something every single day that doesn't look like work, what is that? For me right now, I would say it's connecting people and families to resources, especially people of the global majority, aka people of color, um, women, different minority groups, just connecting them or lower income people, just connecting them to the resources that societally have been kept from us or um, we don't know how to navigate through. Like I have a son and we were navigating through like speech therapy, OT and different resources in the city that are free that I feel like a lot of people aren't privy to or understand how to navigate. So just bequeathing others with the knowledge that I've been given because I am in a pseudo or not even pseudo in a privileged position, but giving people who aren't as privileged those resources. I concur. And I say that because like I'm, I'm newly into the working in your passion path, right. With Mm -hmm. starting a business and kind of venturing from, working for someone else but I also have a very specific number in my mind that I desire to obtain where I would feel comfortable not quote-unquote working for someone else so I would probably do the work I'd probably be working anyway I always said if I ever like won the lottery or whatever like I'd never quit my job or anything like that because God willing I'm gonna be in a position where I'm doing something I enjoy doing So I wouldn't want to stop doing that because technically I can afford to. Now, would I rather not work at all, like completely and having to deal with some of those responsibilities and some of the stresses, depending on the time of year (laughs) and what it is that I'm going through? Yeah, I would much rather not uh, work and sit and take a nap or spend time with family. I don't have children yet. So when that time comes and I'm a mom like, nay, I want to have that flexibility where I can choose what it is that I want to do and not have any of our financials come into question with those decisions. Mm-hmm. That's my ultimate goal. What about you? My question, but I like it. I said, you still didn't answer my question, but I still mm-hmm. like it. I said, mm-hmm. no work. Yeah, but that was. The and then goal. I said work. And then I said, yeah, no but work. then I followed up with a question. of. <laughs> all my passion I said what is something that you could do that doesn't feel like work (laughs) and you were like oh Um, work but let me rephrase I'm sorry guys she did actually answer the either or question she really did but then I hit a question she answered a question question. (laughs) (laughs) thank you Nay. so for our listeners your girl Sunny D tends to run on tangents okay so bear with me, okay? Just, you know, maybe we'll put some timestamps and skip ahead <laughs> 20 minutes um, while I'm going off on, on a rampage, but that's just part of my personality. So that's what that is. Um, but no, if I was doing something that I'm passionate about, what would that look like? It would definitely be um, some type of service type position. And I say that with the caveat of I am a faith-based person. Right. And I've always known from a very early age that my purpose in life is to be of service in some way, shape or form. And when I was younger, of course, it was I worked in customer service, like things like that. And even now I'm still being able to help people 
but that's just kind of what my path is in general. And it may look different in different seasons of my life, but generally the path is going to be the same. Right. And so it's definitely be creating resources, creating some tools to give people the confidence that they need to, to veer off into whatever their path or purpose is and in helping people with the mentality and helping people with the confidence to grow into whatever it is that they want to do, especially women of color, uh, especially women in general, especially women of color, um, just being that person that they could go to for that type of support. That's ultimately okay. what brings me like an immense amount of joy. Okay. So what about you, Nakai? <laughs> I, see, I see what you did there. Hey. Oh, I saw it too. <laughs> she um, ain't gonna let you go. Listen. At all. At all. On your neck. <laughs> um, for me, I think I'm still learning that. I know I'm on this journey to figure that out. Like I know I have a gift. I just I am trying to figure that what that gift is and how to deliver it to the world, right? So yeah, I'll end with that. Um that's an important part of the go- journey. It is, right? Um, yeah. To really find your purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and figuring out how to unlock we, it. Yes. Before we um, wrap up this, I do I have a lasting question. What is the hardest thing about this journey into being an adult? In 30 seconds or less. Mm, that was for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sometimes it, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I was going to go first. I can go ahead and wrap it up. I I think it's the making sure that I am utilizing my time on this planet in the the way that God intended mm-hmm. and making sure that I am walking in the purpose that he's given me and, and taking that journey and making sure that the time that I have here is going to be impactful and purposeful and keeping that in mind with the different decisions that I make. That's, that's for me, that's one of the, the challenging things is making sure that I'm staying the course, whatever that is. Okay. Nay. So for me, mine is not having an obvious blueprint, bullet, sign, billboard when you're making a decision, like if it's the right or wrong decision, you know, God lets us be free will creatures. And in that we have the option to do what it is we're put on this earth to do or to do what it is we want to do. And sometimes it would be helpful if when I make a decision, the Lord just puts a sign that says, "Eh -eh." (laughs) Mm -hmm. or like a little, check mark or something in the in the clouds that would be good for me but I know that's not what it is so knowing that hey Uh this decision is right or this decision is wrong would be good like big neon signs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just a random thumbs up in the cloud okay cool (laughs) (laughs) for me before Nye calls me out (laughs) I would say the hardest is understanding that every everything falls on me. Mm. And because I am an adult, you get, you don't get leeway and ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance costs you money and ignorance can cost you a lawsuit. Learn that the hard way. Um, so, so are you? Oh, we'll talk about that. I'll tell you. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I love how the guy thinks she can just slide stuff past. <laughs> like, yeah, yesterday I killed someone. Well, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yo, <laughs> flag on that. Dog. That is just an example for your being absurd. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, that would be my hardest thing of like knowing, and I don't have children yet, right? So knowing right now. I am responsible for me, responsible for every single decision. And I can't say, oh, specifically depending on the situation, I can't say, oh, I did not know because we live in an age where you can Google anything. So there's there's a reason there's no reason why you should not know something. Right. So on that note, we are going to transition into our segment of Moments of Melanation. So wanted to let y'all know, so we have a segment called Moments of Melanation, and this is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. So today for Moments in Melanation, we are highlighting James Hemings. He was featured on the Netflix special um, High on the Hog. They told a little bit about him, but he was a world-renowned French trained chef of Thomas Jefferson, and he was the half brother of Sally Hemings. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. He was the first American trained as a French chef. He was the first chef to cook at an American dip, um, diplomatic embassy. He introduced different French style cooking techniques and dishes to the Americans. Oh, but he, a lot of credit for his dishes were given by white people because he was around during enslavement. He was a enslaved by Thomas Jefferson. So ladies, how do y'all feel about the recipes and lost and the dishes lost during enslavement and the fact that a lot of dishes and recipes were stolen by white people? How do y'all feel about that? You know, you know how I feel about this. Um, but they don't know. Tell oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, first and foremost, I had a question. Is he the one that coins mac and cheese? So let me tell you, he didn't make the dish mac and cheese, but he perfected a technique where the pasta, the elbow macaroni is cooked in a half and half mixture of milk and water. You let it boil And then you drain the pasta off and you layer the butter, the noodles, and the cheese in alternating levels, layers. And it's supposed to be a really decadent dish of mac and cheese. See, I love my people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. Don't that just sound like love? Yes. It does. does. 100%. And to answer your question, I'll do it real quickly. I don't like that because I feel like um and opinions expressed on this uh podcast is opinions of our own I don't like how white people always steal everything like damn can we have can we have something like and the fact that you literally stole this man's recipes and you probably tried to say oh I created this no you didn't you don't create anything but my whole entire thing is you stole this man's recipes, probably profited off of them and made tons of money and never gave him credit until somebody else probably figured it out. And now he's getting credit. But then my brain switched to like, is his family getting royalties off of this? I mean, it's listed in the Monticello, you know, plantation house. So. But are they profiting? Are they, are they getting royalties? 
Or we don't know that yet. BKDK. Okay. Sounds about white. (laughs) Okay. Sounds about white. Jesus. And it sounds, I mean, that tracks. It sounds very American, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's what that is. And I mean, obviously it's, it's something that is not okay, right? And it sucks that even now, mind you, this wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we're not that far removed from the time of physical slavery at all. Okay. And why it's taking as long as it has to make those corrections, some of those people are still alive, is really sad, honestly. And as much, because, I mean, you think about those times and you think about the slaves back then and the fact that they they only have what they had, right? And they can put love and care and passion into what very little they had. What they had was food. Mm-hmm. What little food they did have. And they perfected how to do that. So for that to be taken amongst everything else is, a, I mean, I say it all the time as, a joke or use the word travesty, but that's legitimately a travesty. And that, you know, sounds about white. In the words of Black Panther, colonize us. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Can I just say, when that movie came out, I can't tell you how many times Nakai called people that. And every be- time it cracked me up. And that it would just be in general, like casual conversations. <laughs> You know, I, I need to get back to that. I know, I right? I need to get back to that. That's hilarious. Um, man, that definitely tracks. <laughs> Doesn't it, though? <laughs> so, um, audience, I also want to let you guys know who we are sponsored by because we have another sponsor. This sponsor is called Sure Reinvestment. They are an amazing organization where technically business where they help women to develop their self-worth self-love and self-belief they are also offering all of our listeners 20 percent off with the code wmb22 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 for your 20 percent off see the blog for the sponsorship <laughs> See vlog, please. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Actually, we could probably put it in like the show notes or something yeah. in the in the episode. Yeah. So thank y'all for joining us on our first episode and our first conversation about adulting. Um, I just want to say I enjoyed this episode because, you know, I learned some things and then, you know, I got to um, pop little Nay's cherry on to get her. A little something, something. But yeah, what about you, ladies? I mean, this is a good time. Always. Isn't it? How fun is this? I'm glad to learn a little bit more about you, ladies. And to learn that, you know, Nakai is going to try to ignore and take her way through all the questions. All of them. I like how we have the general, like, structure. And I'm sure when this was ironed out that this didn't go the way that we had written it out but it's cool because that's how life is man you gotta pivot message big message which will lead us to our next segment which is an affirmation we always 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 end 
every episode with an affirmation. And so today, um, this episode, we're going to end with, I can do hard things. I can make it one more day as an adult. I got this. Okay. So that being said, we want to say thank you so much for listening to our episode. Please, please, please follow us on IG or Twitter um, at Where's My Blueprint Pod. We are on there. Uh, interact with us, comment, talk with us. We're so eager to um, meet with y'all. And with that, we're going to say deuces. We're out. Bye. Peace out.